Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Let me ask you, what's your biggest point of pride in your business side of your life that you look back now on all of these things would for you, you know, evaluating, you're reflecting now Mm -hmm. and you're saying, uh, this, this is, this is my mountaintop so far. And, uh, you know, we'll reassess here down the road. Yeah. Well, I would say, gosh, that's a hard, that's a, that's a hard question because I've been in business a long time. So I think a lot of my point of pride is that the products that we offer have changed lives in ways I didn't even anticipate. We've had we've had people who have emailed us and told us that through the tools and the trainings that we offer, they've been able to leave abusive relationships or that they've been able to start their own businesses or that they have been able to get themselves off of drugs. I don't teach people how to get off drugs. I don't teach people to leave abusive relationships. I teach them how to have that self-autonomy, how to have agency. Right. I teach them how they can use their time better and then they take it to the next step. Right. So for me, it's that the work we do isn't just the work we do. It's so much bigger right. than the products we offer. Yeah, and the thing you need to be aware of when you're writing books and doing podcasts and all of that, the uh, it can be dangerous to read the uh, the reviews and the feedback because sometimes it just breaks your, you know, it's just so... So deep, it's just like, I can't read another one. You know, it's just like Mm -hmm. out there and this, that, and the other. It's like, oh, you know, it's like, well, first of all, you get too much credit, you know, because they they give you all the credit. But, uh, you know, it's all there's they don't know that there's zillions of other people who've read or listened to the same thing that didn't do a darn thing or it went out there way worse, you know. But uh, so I don't believe the hype or the criticism. Right. And (laughs) so. But no, I'm talking about a business, a measurable business achievement where, you know, uh, you went out there in the business world and boom, uh, put your stake down and accomplished something that even the people in Forbes have to pay attention to. Oh, gosh. That, again, is a big because if we want to talk about my books, the fact that my books and that could be it. That, if that's your yeah. big one, yeah. I think I think that's probably my biggest one. Is that you know you write a book and you're in a room alone, you're hoping that people are going to read it, right. and then to have people we we get emails from people all around the world who who read my books, who it shifts and it changes. Having eight languages of your book is a really big deal because that's yeah. not something you could that just happens. Right. Or if you were to self publish, yeah. landing a major deal with a publishing house. And when I when I put out my proposal, I had seven offers. My book went to auction, um, which was a really big deal for a first-time okay. author. I think... Talk about that. Now, first of all, talk about the writing. You decided not to bring in a ghostwriter, mm-hmm. uh, but did you have an editor before you send out this these proposals? Did you have an editor? How far along was it? For the proposal, I had written two chapters and I had... My agent asked, I had him. How did you get an agent? How did you get an agent? That's a good question. Because first of all, I didn't even know I was going to write a book until I was first. uh, First, I had publishers reaching out to me, asking me to write a book. 
Oh, you never know you're going to do anything until you wind up doing it. <laughs> That's so true. It's so true. <laughs> but anyway, uh, wait a minute now. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You had publishers reaching. How did they even know you existed until you wrote it, your wrote your book? Well, I because I had the podcast. Oh, uh, the, the podcast, podcast came really first. well, okay. right? So I had the podcast first, and writing a book has always been one of those things that's, right. I like to say it was on my shelf where it was like, I want to write a book one day. Since I was in sixth grade, I knew I wanted to write a book. Oh, did you? you know, I did. I love writing. I just really find it. It's one of those things that I'm I'm good at and I really enjoy. So uh, I made the decision I wasn't going to write a book for the coming year. And you know how the universe works. Two weeks later, I had a publisher reach out to me. We want you to write a book. Yeah. Like, what? I just decided I wasn't going to write a book because we had a lot of initiatives happening with the business right, yeah. coming here. So it was really easy to say, not going to do that right now. So I thought, I don't know. I don't know. Two weeks later, maybe three, second publishing house reaches out to me. We want you to write a book. I, what, so, was, what is this? Someone pours it in the water and the, uh, in the and they the I know. Uh, drink the same thing and they all get the same idea. Where does this it's, I don't know. It was one of those things where I was like, okay, this is crazy. Clearly I need to write the book. So you know what I did? I told both those publishing houses. No, I said, no, I'm not going to write the book. You know why? I want to write the book that I want to write. I don't want to write the book that you want me to write. I want to write the book on my own terms. This is why I'm an entrepreneur (laughs) because I like to do things my own way. So I took a step back. I asked around in my network of people, Hey, does anyone know Agents. I need to find an agent. People started giving me references. What is your network? What is your network? On your podcast or what is your network? Well, no, I like to my network of friends who are, I, yeah. you know, I'm in several groups for, yeah. you know, women in business and doing Talk about things. those. Talk about what kind of business, what kind of uh, groups, because that's, that's something that people might be missing. Yes. So one of the groups I'm a part of is for seven-figure and eight-figure women business owners. Uh-huh. And we get together. We actually have a meeting in the next couple of weeks. And it's an opportunity to talk business. Are you going to get excluded when you go to nine and 10 figures? No, you, I don't think you get excluded. <laughs> <laughs> I think you get to sit closer up at the front of the room, maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. But it's it's great because you're able to have these high level conversations, and uh, you know when you achieve sure. seven figures, you get to that new level, new devil, right? right? And so there's new things that you're dealing with. So it's nice to have a group that you can talk to and have these conversations. With what's the great side bonus of that is not just that you're no longer on your own island by yourself, but you Thank also you. have yeah. this network of people that you can tap for all kinds of things, like hey. I want to find a book agent. Does anyone out there know a book agent? And several people were like, oh, I know a person. Let me do an introduction. This is why relationships are so important. They really are because you never know who's going to be the person who's going to connect you to the person that you really need. Yeah. How many of those those women's groups are you in? um, Right now, I'm in two groups um, that... I spend a lot of time in. I'm parts of, of these How other little time? kind of smaller groups. How much time? How much time does it take? I, I try because to dedicate. Your time, is pre- your time is, you know, your time is precious. Your time is valuable. You And it's got to be worth it. And so uh, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. Well, I like that question because I think it's really important. I'm very intentional with it. So I try to spend at least three hours um, a week going in, checking in, seeing how I can support people. 
And then when people need support in these groups, sometimes I'll hop on a call with them or I'll do those How do you kinds go of things. In? How do you go in? What do you mean go in? What does that mean? Because uh, a lot of times these groups are on a platform or an app. You know, one of them is on, you know, patron or uh, Facebook groups or what? Where are so, they? Like, yeah, well, I'm not on Facebook, so I don't do Facebook groups. But um, I left Facebook last year as yeah. kind of a, a stance. Yeah. But um, a lot of these groups are on um, apps or on listservs. So one of them I'm on has a listserv through Google and you get an email every time somebody emails the group. Right. Um, and so that group is high achieving women who are in all different areas of, you know, a lot of them have done TED Talks or they're doing, you know, they're journalists for big companies and magazines and things like that. So I'm in yeah. that group and then in the business owner group. So about three hours a week on one or both? both. Uh, it kind of depends on what's going on. But I try I try to go into each of them for at least 15 to 30 minutes a day minimum okay. to check in, Just see what's going in. on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. some days more, yes. some days yeah. less. It just yeah. kind of depends. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, but I have sneezed twice. I never <laughs> sneeze. I never sneeze. But you brought up the COVID thing and I... <laughs> <laughs> that you might be coughing on here. You haven't coughed at all, and I've sneezed twice. <laughs> well, now that I've, that I've gotten past my COVID, I think I'll, I'll just send my immunity to you through the through the Zoom. Thank you. <laughs> it's like it's funny how the subconscious works. <laughs> it is. That's why it's so important to I'm stop. Over here it, right? I never sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote. You wanted to write your own book, but. Uh, and you want it, unlike me, you know, I always felt I could do anything. You know, I wasn't enough of an athlete to say, well, I'll be a professional athlete, but I could play the sports. I just couldn't, you know, do it at the, the high level. But the one thing that I just knew I was no good at was writing. And sure enough, you know, eventually got around to writing a book. But I brought in what I did was I did your thing. I got out and I wrote a book. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. And I sent it out to several of my friends. What do you think? You know what they all said? That's a pretty good start. Why don't you get a real writer to help you? <laughs> well, I will say those are good friends that will really tell you what they think. Yeah, I said, I thought I, you know, this, you know, like this could actually be a book. I said, I thought it was. <laughs> so I, I, I probably was, I probably was right. I'm not a writer, you know, but uh, did you write it all yourself? I did write it all myself. Yes. Yeah, good for you. I got up early in the morning. I wrote um, my first book. I wrote at four, four o'clock in the morning, like 4.30 in the morning until six o'clock. That was my writing time. And then at yep. six o'clock, I'd go wake up my kids and get, get the yeah, day yeah. started. So again, that was a choice. I chose to get up early, even though I didn't think of myself as a morning person, because I liked the quiet of the house. And I was able to focus on, on my real job, my business yep. during the day. During the second book, I wrote that during the pandemic. So that was a, a vastly different experience because I had kids at home that I was homeschooling and all kinds of craziness happening, of course, with the pandemic. Yeah. So it's it's not going to necessarily be the same every time you do something. You have to shift. You have to look at where you are and how is it you want it to work for you? Well, uh, I've got, you know, I've got all kinds of questions to ask you. We've got to wrap it up. But I'll ask you this. Uh, how disruptive was it? to move, to, you know, pick up everything and move? Because it seems like you're pretty well, had a lot of things going on. It's, it's always big just to move across town to a different house. But to pick up and move like that with kids, you know, yep. 
kids add a whole new element to all of the all things, right? Yeah. But you know, growing up, growing up, I moved eleven times before I turned eighteen. So for me, the act of getting up and moving is is really cathartic, and I really enjoy that. And to be honest with you, one of the things I do in my house is every two or three years, even if I'm not going to move, I pretend like I'm moving. I go through my house, I look around. And I do that assessment. Like, do I like what's in here? Do I not like what's in here? Okay, if somebody was looking at my house, would this closet look okay? Okay, I got to clean out this closet. And I spend, you know, six months pretending like I'm going to move, even though I'm not. Yeah. So I think it's like anything else, it's moving out all the stuff. Because it's funny, when you do that exercise, you go in and you find things that are two, three years old that you haven't looked at, that you don't want sitting around, that right. if you're not intentional or mindful with it, are just going to sit in that closet for the next 20, 30 years. Yeah. Right. And so same thing with your business, clearing things out is really important. Pretend like you're moving in your business. Yeah. Cause clearing out clutter creates space to do more positive things. Absolutely. You, you know, that, that can add value. And so thanks so much. This has been great. And uh, do you have uh, a parting word that you would uh, like to pass on to the up and coming entrepreneurs of the world who will go out and do things a hundred times bigger than you and I, because they've got all the advantage of chat GPT and all the social media and all the, you know, the, uh, cell phone, just cell phones alone. I didn't have a cell phone. And, you know, I, you know, I I had hundreds of people that I had to contact from a hard line with a, you know, piece of paper with their phone numbers I carried around in my back pocket and got retyped periodically uh, by my staff, but I ran that for, you know, recruited hundreds of thousands of people. And so uh, how, I have no idea, but you know, (laughs) this upcoming generation should go out there and do what we've done at least 10 times bigger. And that's what I'm expecting. No excuses. But uh, uh, with, with yourself, you have something to pass on to these world beaters that are coming up. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is, I think a lot of times we get caught up in the big steps, the big giant leaps in life. And the truth is, it's the small steps that count even more. So if you heard something today that resonated with you, if you were like, ooh, that Pareto principle or the RCQs or or anything we talked about today, there was one thing that you were like, oh, I like that. I would encourage you to gift yourself. And I use that word gift very intentionally here. Gift yourself 10 minutes to take action on it. 10 minutes is all you need. That one small, tiny action will build momentum and it makes it easier to take the second step, which makes it easier to make the third step. And what you'll find is that just creates the momentum you want. So if you heard something today, go and act on it. Maybe it was, oh, I want to read the book. Go grab a copy of my book. Maybe it's listening to my podcast. Any of those things we talked about, go and get started today. 10 minutes is all you need. Yeah, fantastic. And your books are called The Joy of Missing Out. And On Purpose by Tanya Dalton. And your podcast is called Intentional. The Intentional Advantage. Yeah. So anywhere that you're listening to this podcast right now, you can do a search for The Intentional Advantage or my name and you'll find my podcast. We've got almost 300 episodes at this point. So lots, Are you lots of you on? I see you're on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. So you're on. Oh, no, nope, not on Instagram. Oh, oh, you made a stand not on Instagram or Twitter. I'm not on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for my business now. Oh, for your business, Instagram or whatever. Anyway, 
Uh, sounds great. And your website is tanyadalton.com. Is that correct? Do people want yep. to uh, check in with you there? And That's the best uh, place. thanks so much. This has been a lot of fun and uh, look forward to seeing you in, uh, when I come up to the Carolinas. Yeah, I'd love that. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whiteallonwinning.com. Thanks for listening.